I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, this is Jamie Evans. And Benton Hodges. We're the producers of Haunted, the audio drama. We hope that you've been enjoying the show and we encourage you to keep track of our goings on by following our social media accounts. We've got a growing fan community who enjoys sharing theories, fan art and generally discussing the show. Plus it's a great way for you to keep up with all the latest news about Haunted and our future projects. Follow us on Twitter at The Impala Films, on Instagram at Haunted Audio Drama or one word, no capitals. Or you can find us on Facebook at Impala Revolution. Enjoy the show and hungry for more? You can find us on Patreon at Impala Films where you can donate to the show and get rewards such as early access to episodes and a behind-the-scenes podcast that goes through the myths and legends that inspired Haunted. Lastly, please consider leaving a review on your podcast app of choice. It really does help us reach more listeners. Thank you so much to every one of you for listening to our little show. It means so much to us. The reception has totally blown us away. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Haunted, the audio drama. Episode 4. The Lonely Shadows. Part 1 of 4. Written by Jamie Evans. Hmm... Fascinating. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hello? I'm still at the school lab. Yes, I know you said not to leave the coursework until the last minute, and I ignored you. Yeah, kinda. No, no, I'm almost done. I'm just clearing away now. I can be there in 20 minutes. Please wait for me. Thanks. I owe you. Later. Who, who's there? Professor? It's Rachel. I know I shouldn't be in here this late. I was just trying to catch up is all. Dean? Is that you mucking about? Sam? I know it's one of you. Only chemistry majors have the key cards. Guys, stop messing around. This really isn't funny. I don't know what you're trying to do. Oh, you gave me a fright. What are you doing skulking around? 
Wait a moment. How did you get in? You don't even take chemistry. How did you... Wait, how did any of you get in? None of you should be here. I... Let go of me! Ah! You're hurting me! No, no, please, no. Oh, Abigail, I'm so glad you're safe. Of course. Oh, Mr Hunter. James, please. James, thank you for keeping my daughter safe. Hey! Oh, I assure you, she saves me more than I save her. That's my girl. How was the seaside? You look like you've caught the sun. It wasn't that kind of trip. Thank you for opening your home to me. Don't be silly. Always plenty of room. Come inside, everyone. I'll fix something to eat. Oh, thank God, I'm starving. I'll catch up. I'm just going to have a moment inside the church, if that's okay. Of course. Take all of the time you need. Comfortable up there? (laughs) Talking to a statue, that's a new low. Mind if I take a seat? Yeah, what do you care? Have I been wrong all this time? Or, more to the point, was I right at first and now I'm wrong? Was my life before not a waste? Yeah, just keep silent. After all, you're just stone and wood. That's all. A sculpture, symbolising a man-made idea. Stupid thing. What good are you? I find the good is only that which we seek to find in it. Oh, Mrs Corbyn. Don't get up. And please, call me Cheryl. You seem like a man who needs someone to talk to, James. Oh, no, I wouldn't want to bother a real person with my problems. Please. It's what I'm here for. Mind if I sit? It's your church. It's God's church. I'm just the person tasked with looking after it. How's that going, by the way? Getting it fixed up? It's taking some time. Turns out there's some resistance about doing it up. I think from St Mary's in town. Scared you'll steal their congregation. (laughs) Do you know what I've noticed about you, James? What's that? You're very good at changing the topic when you don't want to talk about something. How is your crisis of faith going? Did you find your answers? Not yet. Lately I find things are only becoming murkier. I find people always have a habit of coming back around to the faith. Not necessarily in the Lord, but in something. My daughter has faith in you. Yes, well, really ought to do something about that. Her faith is misplaced. Why do you say so? I'm a washed-up alcoholic who spent his life chasing shadows. Surely you must disapprove, being a minister and all. You don't believe in ghosts and creatures and things like that. I believe that there are things out there which cannot be explained. Things that are not what we would call normal. I believe they are all somehow part of God's design for the world. Perhaps a test for us. 
How could I not believe after what I saw here a few weeks ago? Of course. Do you feel guilt that you still can't help Melissa Black? James, you're doing everything you can to save that girl. Everything. There is no one who could hold you accountable for that girl being in a coma. I should have found a solution by now. Do you think the big guy will mind? I think the Lord has other worries. I am a realist, James. Even I know that sometimes you just need a little bit of false courage to face the world. You're a very wise woman. I can see where Abigail gets it from. Thank you. I just can't help thinking. This signal. It's still out there. It's still hopping around the airwaves. How many more people might have heard it in the time we've been off trying to find a solution? Who else might have died? James, you've been trying, and that's all any of us can do. There's something I want to ask you about. Something terrible that I think might be right down your street. sneak up on me like that. Sorry, what are you drawing? Nothing, just killing time. You sure? Yes! Whoa, what's with you? Being grumpy is usually my role. Sorry, I just have a really bad headache, that's all. Why did you go into the church? I just needed to have a conversation. Turns out not with who I thought. What? Your mum's a good woman, very wise. Must be tough for her being out here on her own. Ooh, don't do that. What? That! Talking like that about my mum with that look on your face. What look? Uh, like you fancy her? Don't be childish. Please don't try and get with my mum. I'm not. Do you even do that? You know, get with people. Abigail, I'm 30 years old. I think it's safe to assume I've gotten with someone before. <laughs> All right, just checking. If you're quite done, I was wondering if you wanted to take a trip. A trip? Where? We've got another case. So what is this place? It's a school for toffs. Abigail! What? It's true. Your parents pretty much have to be richer than God for you to get in. The tuition fees are so damn high. They accept students on scholarship as well, Abigail. Hardly any. That's almost worse. Imagine how terrible you'd feel surrounded by rich kids knowing the whole time you're only there because the school is paying for you. Isn't the point of a scholarship that you earn it? Seems to me that's more of a reason for pride than being born into the right family. Thank you, Mr Hunter. James, please. James. Vanderburg Academy is a boarding school, and yes, the students do tend to be from a wealthier background. I've been providing a chaplaincy service there a few days a week for about six months now. It's a way to earn money whilst we wait for the church to be renovated. If those asses at St Mary's ever back down... No good comes from anger, Abigail. There was an incident about ten days ago. A student was working late in the chemistry labs. She suffered some kind of accident and spilled acid over herself. Oof. How did she manage that? Nobody can say for sure. She's been in the hospital, in and out of consciousness. Given that she was alone, people assumed it was a very unfortunate accident. But now you think differently. I went to visit the child just to offer some sort of support. During one of her brief moments of consciousness, she was talking 
unceasingly about them surrounding her. Still, I could have put that down to delusion. So what changed? There was another incident. Two days ago. Only this time a woman is dead. Who? One of the teachers. Professor Victoria Carlton. She was an English teacher specialising in classical folk tales. She... Mum, was she a friend? She was a good person. Very intelligent. A little demanding of her students, but she only ever wanted what was best for them. She would come and see me in the chapel whenever I was in. She was so smart. I always felt like I learned something each time I spoke with her. What happened to her? Two days ago, the caretaker found her inside her office. Murdered. My office is just down the corridor from hers. I was in early that morning because I was preparing the school's contributions for the Winter Food Bank programme. When Mr Burton, that's the caretaker, when he found her, he screamed. I rushed out to see what was happening. She was slumped at her desk. She was... Mum, it's okay, we get it. You don't need to relive it. We're pretty much here now anyway. Where can I park? I've got a permit. I'll take you in through the back entrance. We don't want to make a scene. Somehow, I don't think we've succeeded in not making a scene. I'm sorry. They shouldn't be here. Students never come to the office wing. They've heard about her death and they've come to see if they can catch a glimpse of anything morbid or gory. Vultures. They're disturbing the EMF with all of their mobile phones. Will you lot get out of here? Standing around gawking. Have you no shame? Why is Bill Nye the science guy? Bill Nye, I don't understand the reference. I think it's that bow tie you're wearing. Classes are starting in less than five minutes. I suggest you all run along, please. There's nothing to see here. I like the bow tie. I was aiming more for the doctor. (laughs) You're such a nerd. Sorry about that. They're only children, really. The EMF stopped going off. It was picking up the interference from their phones. I swear, these things barely work these days. Bloody phones everywhere. What's in here? Don't mind him. He's technologically challenged. She was found at that desk in the morning. Stone cold, so she'd been dead for a while. The room was locked. The caretaker let himself in using the master key. So something got into that locked room and killed her? Or it was already in here waiting for her. But there's nowhere to hide. It must be something incorporeal then. Something capable of walking through walls. Abigail. A phantom or or spirit of some sort. Perhaps a poltergeist. Abigail. Oh, wasn't there that case in Somerset once about a man who was attacked by a group of pixies? They can fit through the tiniest gaps beneath the door and through the keyhole. Enough of them could be vicious and I... Abigail! What? You're running away with yourself again and you're jumping to conclusions. Oh, come on. Even you can't be sceptical on this one. She was killed in a locked room. After everything we've seen? It's dangerous and foolish for you to always be jumping to paranormal conclusions. 
Yes, I'll admit we have seen some strangely convincing things in the last few weeks, but to always assume a paranormal explanation narrows your viewpoint, and now you're just babbling on and missing the most obvious question. What obvious questions? Why were we able to just walk in here? Why isn't the room sealed with police tape? A woman is brutally murdered just 48 hours ago, and there's no police presence, no crime scene at all. Why not? I'm not too sure. You see, Abigail, that's the question you're missing, because you're too busy talking about pixies. As for ghosts, I already checked the room. There are no signs of ectoplasm anywhere that I can see. Well, where are you going now? I'm going to look around the rest of the building. If you'd like to be useful, I suggest you contact that ex-boyfriend of yours. See if he can be any help. (sighs) What's got up his ass? Language, Abigail. Are you going to be okay? Yes, don't worry about me. You don't look too well. Like you're a bit pale? I'm fine. I just haven't had much sleep these last few weeks with everything going on. Can you do me a favour whilst I go and see Dan? Sure. What? Can you get a hold of records of enrolment and how many students there are at Vanderburg Academy? Yes, I can do that. Thanks. I'm going to go talk to Dan. Notes on the Vanderburg Academy murder. Abigail seems to think we're dealing with something supernatural. Whilst I agree that it is strange that Professor Carlton was murdered in a locked room, I'm not picking up on any of the traditional signs of a haunting. Unless, of course, we're talking about something other than a ghost or a spirit. I think it's more likely that there's a real human explanation, I just don't know what it is yet. I'm worried about Abigail. She's a very intelligent person, but she has a one-track mind. Everything, always... Somebody's crying. Great, just when I don't have Abigail with me. I don't do well with tearful people. Hello? 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 Oh! Miss. Miss, are you alright? Yes, sorry. Who are you? Was there somebody else in here? I heard somebody run away. No, I'm alone. I heard something. I'm afraid you must have imagined it, sir. What's your name? Natasha. What happened to your arm, Natasha? Sorry, I have to go. Hmm. Interesting. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Abigail? Dan. Thanks for meeting me. It's all right. Uh, how are you? You look pale. Yeah, I haven't been sleeping. I'm investigating the case up at the Vandenberg Academy. You want to know about Rachel Cook? Yes. She's here. That's right. She's been in and out of consciousness since they brought her in. Even when she's awake, though, they've got her on so much stuff for the pain she barely makes any sense. Can I see her? If I said no, would that stop you? Well, probably not. That's what I thought. Come on. She's on the third floor. So, how have you been? Oh, you mean since dealing with a psycho clown and a noise that drives people mad? Yeah, since that. It has been tough. I'm scared to turn on the radio in case I hear it. I'm afraid of even listening to the walkie in case it somehow broadcasts over that. Mostly, though, I'm worried about you. I'm okay, I promise. What are we going to do, Abby? Are you and James any closer to finding out where this thing is coming from? Yeah, we're exploring every lead. <laughs> that old chestnut? You do remember I'm a cop, right? I know what that means. I just keep thinking. We need to warn people. But how do you get people to believe there's some killer broadcast on the airwaves with no way of knowing where or when it will broadcast next? It sounds like something on 4chan, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm sure they'll blame it on the government. Some sort of... QAnon crap. Yeah. Wait, are we sure it isn't the government? Do we know Greenvale isn't some sort of testing ground? I hadn't really considered it. I think it's very unlikely though, don't you? <laughs> You're probably right. Here, she's in this room just down here. Oh God, what is this? Antibacterial dressings. 
She has acid burns across her lower face, extending down her neck and across her upper chest. They need to keep them clean. And you lot think this is an accident? There was nobody else in the lab, Abby. The door was locked and there was no sign of a break-in. Rachel? Rachel, can you hear me? She's probably out cold from all the morphine. Rachel, can you hear me? Can you open your eyes? Abby, maybe we... Wait, her eyelids just fluttered, look! Oh my god. Rachel, my name is Abigail Corbin. I'm the daughter of the chaplain at your academy. <clears throat> can you talk to me, Rachel? Tired. So tired. Rachel, the doctors have put you on a lot of morphine. For the pain. Rachel, I know this is going to be hard, but I need you to tell me what happened the night in the lab. Lab? They're saying it's an accident that this happened to you. Is that true? <laughs> Abby, maybe we should get a doctor. Shh! Calm down. Is that a no? It wasn't an accident. Here, squeeze my hand if it wasn't an accident. Well? Yeah, she's squeezing it. What happened, Rachel? People. People? Students? Were they students at the school? She's squeezing my hand again. Is that a yes? Yeah, who? Can you tell us who? Mm-mm. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Mm-mm. I think she's falling asleep again. No, 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 come on! Monster. Monster? Okay, okay, come on. We need to leave this poor girl alone. She saw someone. Someone she recognised. So one of the students somehow got in the lab and killed her? But what does she mean about monster? I don't know, but I do know that nobody was in the lab that night. How? The doors have an electronic locking system. The student has to swipe their ID card to gain access. The computer records their entry and exit into the lab. No other card was used that night except Rachel's. Hmm. I need to talk to James, but there's something else I need to ask you about. What? Professor Carlton, you know she's dead. I do. Why isn't her office a crime scene? Why aren't you lot looking into it? They didn't tell you that at Vandenberg. I'm not sure our investigation is technically official. Ah, I see. Do you know what the cause of death was? My mum says her arms and face were covered in tiny cuts and grazes, almost like she'd been dragged across concrete. But the floor in the classroom is solid wood. I was there myself. It is true she looked battered like that. Lots of nicks and abrasions... But that isn't what finished her. Then what actually killed her? She choked to death. On what? Mud. When the autopsy was done, they found clumps of mud in her trachea and lungs, like she shoveled great big fistfuls of it down her throat. What the hell? <sighs> I'm starting to think this is a waste of time. Oh, that's the spot. Hey, now. I'm detecting something. All the kids should still be in class, so it's probably a safe bet I'm not just picking up on more stupid technology. Hmm, let's see. What's behind door number one? Duh! Oh, sorry, I didn't realise I still had the flash on. Duh, is that your phone? You're not putting me on MySpace, are you? What's MySpace? Doesn't matter. 
What are you doing here? You ought to be in class. What are you doing here? Investigating. What's that? You wouldn't understand. It looks like an EMF meter used to track fluctuations in an electromagnetic field. Yeah, well, that's exactly what it is, actually. What's in your flask? Do you ever stop asking questions? No. Can I have some? No, you can't. I need it. Besides, you don't want this anyway. It's just corner store piss. You're funny. No, I'm glad you're funny. I was worried you'd be boring. I'm sorry, do you know me? You're James Hunter, the paranormal investigator. You wrote all those articles for Spirit World and all those books too. I'm a big fan. What is wrong with young girls these days? Why are you suddenly all fans of the paranormal? Wait, am I considered cool now? Well, maybe not to anyone else, but you are to me. I noticed you earlier outside Professor Carlton's office. I thought I'd skip class and try and tag along. I work alone. Then who's the pretty girl you were with outside Carlton's? Um, she... Look, I'm just super happy to meet you. Come here, smile for the gram. What? It's a great pick. I don't understand. Why do I have koala ears? It's a filter. Duh. Filter? How old are you? I'm 30. God, you're ancient. Your concept of ancient is quite alarming. Where did you say you read my books? Oh, I never actually read them. I just read summaries online. I got most of the gist from the podcast anyway. I know the one with the girl who's obsessed with you. Haunted? Oh, was that Abigail Corbin? You're speaking very fast. I swear it's easier getting communication from a spirit. Look, do you know anything that might be useful to my investigation? I know somebody that both Rachel and Professor Colton pissed off. Enough to get them both killed? I don't know about that, but it's one hell of a coincidence, wouldn't you say? Abigail. Hi, Daniel. Uh, nice to see you again, Mrs Corbin. You should go back to the station. Let me know as soon as the coroner turns up anything more, yeah? I think I should stay... No, we aren't even meant to be here. We don't want somebody seeing you. You go back to the station and try to find out what is going on with this investigation and why it's being shelved. Abigail, I... Please! I'm worried about you, Abigail. I'm worried about what James is doing to you. What he's turning you into. What is... Are you kidding me? Firstly, I'm my own person. James Hunter is not turning me into anything. And secondly, I can look after myself. Ah! I'm sorry, Daniel. I don't know what's gotten into her today. You can see it too, right? She doesn't look well at all, Mrs Corbin. She says she hasn't been sleeping well. I hope that is all that it is. For what it's worth, though, I don't think James would do anything to hurt her. I've spoken with him. I think he's a well-meaning soul. Well-meaning people can do a lot of harm without ever meaning to. Oh, good, you're back. How's the girl? Bad. Did he find anything? You were right. This place is full of weirdos. I told you. Rich people. Abigail, are you... Please don't ask me if I'm alright, Mum. I promise I'm fine. Here. This is the register listing all 143 students who attend the Vanderburg Academy. This is the only time before the end of term they're all going to be gathered like this. What are they gathered for? It's a goodbye ceremony for Professor Carlton. Now, if you'll excuse me. This is the hard part of my job. What are you staring at? You look like I do in the morning after a night spent with Comrade Smirnoff. Yeah, maybe I've been in your stash. You could tell me. Shh! It's starting. Good afternoon, boys and girls. Faculty. Thank you for all gathering here today. I wish that we were gathering under more pleasant circumstances, particularly so close to the holidays. 
I'm sure you'll all have heard by now that, very sadly, Professor Carlton passed away two days ago. Obviously, we are all incredibly affected by this news. I would like to make clear to everyone that my door is always open. You can always come and talk to me, whether you have faith or not. I'm here for you. I know that your headmaster would like to say a few words. Before I bring him on stage, however, he has asked me to lead us all in a short prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven... That's interesting. What is? The students. What about them? They're actually sitting quietly. No, the list your mother gave me. It lists every student registered at the academy, yes? Yes, 143 students total. Except there are 145 students sitting in that room. What? Are you sure? Yes, I am. Abigail, there are two extra students here. Where did they come from? Starring Jamie Evans as James Hunter and Isabella Barbieri as Abigail Corbin. With special guest Luke Hunter as Dan Cowell and Tess Gusted as Cheryl Corbin. Also featuring Madeline Rigby, Faith Everett, Benton Hodges. Narration by David Anthony Green. Opening and closing themes by James Crow. Haunted, the audio drama, is created by Jamie Evans, with all episodes produced and directed by Jamie Evans and Benton Hodges. Audio engineering by Benton Hodges, Charles Topping and Jamie Evans. Haunted is a production of Impala Films and is recorded at Free Sprite Media Studios, with special thanks to Duncan Newham for equipment support. Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. Come back next week for the next terrifying chapter of Haunted, the audio drama. Hey guys, this is Jamie Evans, the creator of Haunted. Uh, Don't worry, I am not asking you for more money or I'm not here to advertise anything. This is actually just a short note because we actually didn't credit someone in the episode who needs crediting. Uh, This episode, episode four, The Lonely Shadows, was a rather difficult episode to make. Um, It was perhaps the hardest one in the whole season to write. uh, And it also probably has one of the largest casts in the entire season and essentially we had some casting issues where we got towards the end of the season which we didn't record in chronological order and the budget ran out and we ran out of favors to ask and things like that so uh, Rachel at the start of this episode the lady who is attacked in the science lab is actually played very kindly by Maeve Nolan uh, unfortunately we had already recorded all of our credit sequences 
prior to her filling that role and we had recorded the name of another actress who we thought was going to be doing that role but then wasn't able to so i just wanted to add this note at the end to say thank you to Maeve Nolan who very kindly lent her vocal talents to this episode uh she happened to be in the studio the day we were recording she was actually there to do a photo shoot a fashion photo shoot and very kindly agreed to appear in Haunted as a favour to uh, Duncan, who owns the studio. So thank you very much, Maeve, and I just wanted to put that out there. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we will see you next week.